This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Criminality, the podcast we started because we just love true crime and reality TV. We don't think loving them is a crime. Sometimes we do recaps. Hi, Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm really good. It's fun to be chatting on a Friday morning, which is not a normal recording day or time for us. So it's, I don't know. I feel like this weekend energy, excitement, and you're just hours away from departing for New York. I am. I'm so excited. And my son is like over the moon excited. Oh. Like if he sleeps tonight, it will be a miracle. And I really need him to because we leave very early and we can't check in until three o'clock. So nobody can crash before three. That's you know, a long you know day. That feeling? I do. Mm-hmm. But crashing on the plane would not be the worst. <laughs> well, careful how you say that. I would rather I'm not sorry. crash in plane. <laughs> <laughs> as someone, as like a recovered very scared flyer. I can't believe those words came out of my mouth, but you know what I meant. Absolutely. Um, and wow, thank you. <laughs> my husband's a terrified flyer, so yeah. I will not tell him anything about mm-hmm. that. But I I don't think my son will sleep. There's a chance my daughter will sleep. No way yeah. my husband will sleep. And okay. I can't sleep in a moving anything. Like, oh, it's a control thing for me. Oh, yeah. shocking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, as if I could save anybody, but I know. I'm like, I can't do well, this. Well, it's so. just like, be prepared for anything. Thing, even if I have to take over this plan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if everyone else is asleep, guess who's going to have to come to the rescue? That's be, very six of you. Yeah. Well, I'm a four and in true form for fashion, I just always look to the, the airline attendants, right? So the flight oh, yeah. attendants, I'm just always reading there. And when, if they're worried and I've been on one flight where they were terrified, mm-hmm. I was toast, just a puddle. I'm sure. Um, so I am always looking to absorb the feelings of others on planes. Nice. So that's fun. Well, this is so cool. And I will definitely be stalking you and your family so I can get a little, you know, in real life time with you and, yeah. and meet your kids face to face. I'm really excited about that. It'll be awesome. I'm so excited. Christmas in New York is pretty special, but also crazy. So I just can't wait to hear how it goes. <laughs> well, it, it has a lot to live up to because honestly, my last trip to New York when I got to visit you was the best trip I've ever taken in my life. So how oh my do you gosh. top that? It we really did was. really, everything went, again, so we well. shouldn't say, we kept saying it though. I kept being like, things never work out this well. Like we were just mm-hmm. from the subway timing to the dinner reservation, like everything just went so smooth um, that let's, maybe that's just you. Maybe this is just what it's going to be in New York for you. I would like to remind you that a week later, I was hospitalized, and, and it was a little touch and go there for a while. And so. all I could think was, what did we do to her? What did she <laughs> eat or drink in New York? How did we poison her? I Everything. think it was totally the balance. It was like, you were doing quite well. Right. Got to bring you back down to your level. Absolutely. Melissa, so. Life yeah. has a way of humbling us. Well, I'm good. It'll be fun. 
It will be. And you know what else humbles me? Southern charm. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we're excited to recap what will be by the time you hear this, the second to last latest. Oh, yeah. The second most recent episode. So that wasn't great planning on our part. We forgot to realize we just watched <laughs> la- what would be last week's Southern Charm episode. And so that's we watched the December 14th episode. Thank you. Numbers are going to be Might work here. better. <laughs> um, so if you're listening to this Friday and you watch the most, most recent, the 21st, I guess, then um, we didn't do that. So this is the week before that. And we're just switching it up a little because of the holidays. It was hard to get um, the research and the story in. So we thought we would just recap something a show we're both watching and loving, which I think has surprised both of us, right? Oh, totally. I was ready to bail on Southern Charm a year or two ago. And we talked about this. Back. It really has. And I, I can't wait to talk about, you know, who we've seen emerge as like the stars and the heroes and the villains. It's so interesting. But this episode was pretty gnarly. It was. I really can't wait to get to my part of the recap <sighs> where there's a lot of bleeps and um, yeah. NSFW things I get to talk about. So thrilling, thrilling to get there. Yeah. I didn't know that would be the case when I said, you take the second half, I'll take the first, (laughs) but I should have known it'd be a little juicier. Yeah. Should we dive in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, as per usual, you know, lots of scene setting. Um, For anyone just joining us, we're not a recap podcast. Right. Mm -mm. I I hope I don't just sound like I'm reading bullet points, but I might. And I'm sorry. (laughs) And also, if you want to listen to real recaps, You know who we're going to suggest, Benny, Benny, I Ben do that. and Ronnie. I, I do know. that all the time, Benny and Ron. Benny and Ron from uh, Watch What Crappens. We love them. And boy, do we respect them anytime we try to do any sort of recap because this is not easy. It's work. I was mm-hmm. texting you last night and I'm like, can I be done yet? Like if you're doing the second half, I don't have to take notes, right? Watching and taking notes is like, it makes it very like work. <laughs> it does. I, yeah. I'm like, these guys have a great gig. They're getting to talk about all of our favorite things until I sat down to do it. And I was like, Ooh, oh, they're yeah. like working when they're not working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tons of respect and they really are the masters, but, um, but w- we're going to have fun. I think, yes, especially in this episode. So lots of scene setting, you know how they do it. Just what's everyone doing? Checking right. in, but it, oh no, but first, sorry. See, <laughs> this is, it's okay. <laughs> but first, we kind of pick up from where they were last week, which is Shep yelling up at the table about Craig getting off scot-free. His relationship's the only one not under a microscope because he's in a long-distance relationship and Paige never shows up. So Ever. he thinks that's just like such the dream or whatever. And um, he insinuates that Paige is cheating on him, which seems to be this recurring dig that different people right. keep making um who who was the girl that said it at a different point someone else said it it was um, uh, olivia taylor. no no taylor i get them mixed up yeah i i do too there's something about it's not just the way they look it's i don't maybe i don't they're interchangeable it's the it's, way they look and it's their like almost monotonous way of they both living yeah well that's that's in my notes but also the names are like cute I don't know. They're mm-hmm. interchangeable. Yes, Taylor has said that. So it's definitely something like they're all trying to say yeah. um, about Craig, which he doesn't appreciate. And then we see Olivia and Taylor trying to work things out within their friendship. For anyone who doesn't know, they've had this huge riff because um, Taylor hooked up with Austin, who is Olivia's ex. Taylor had just broken up with Shep, and it was kind of this like revenge make out maybe more yeah tbd yeah tbd TBD and like we still don't 
BD. Yeah, people are acting like that was proof last night, and we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I think that might be in your half. I can't remember, but um, it is. So they're trying to work things out, and Taylor's just weirdly resistant to just saying, "I am so sorry." Like she's really just. I I I know she's already apologized, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think she's the biggest villain in the world. It's not like she did something. It's just weird to me. Is it weird to you that she's just kind of like digging her f- heels in the ground, kind of like, well, I said, I said what I said, I did what I did. Like, yeah, it feels very Shep adjacent. Yeah, to just, like be like, I don't know what more you want from me, and right. everybody's like a genuine apology and <laughs> to act like you care, and that's not what she's giving them. Yes, and Olivia, you know, for all her like, I don't know, she's very um, boring. Rebecca, she's so boring. Boring. I know yeah, that's not I what was, you're going with. But. No, I was going to say lukewarm about, like, she's just a lukewarm person. Like, she's not cold and icy. She's not hot and, like, hot-headed. Like, that. either of those would be more interesting. She's so tepid. Like, yeah. just tepid water. But I was impressed here because she's holding her ground. She's like, of all the F-boys in Charleston, seriously, you had to choose Austin to get back at right. ship? And I'm like, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, but they are the ones on the TV show together. <laughs> Makes sense. So Craig comes back to the table and then Austin is talking to Madison at the bar when Vanita comes over. <laughs> this is, I loved this. So Vanita starts talking to Austin and they're chit-chatting and Madison's like, shut up. Like we're trying to listen over <laughs> here. And she reminded me of the, um, the guys in the opera seats in the Muppet show, the two oh, old yeah, men yeah, yeah. who are mm-hmm. like, we're watching a show over here and they have like their own side show going on. So then really it goes back to Olivia and Taylor and Olivia essentially ends the friendship she's like I don't know how I can be friends with you you know this is like where do we go from here and yeah I think that that is really fair and an important boundary to draw um so these two okay this goes back to the the tepid boring thing right this is one of the most dramatic things you could go through with a girlfriend right right you are fighting over like a man Mm -hmm. you're it's like I mean I don't want to say I, I can't put us in this scenario. It's just, sure. it's just not no. right. We're, mm-hmm. we're married. We've never no. met each other's husband. It's just mm-hmm. too weird. However, if we did, like, even in their biggest, like, fight, it was so, like, not dynamic. It was just so... I know. ...constrained and, like, weird. I just... It's weird to me that somehow the center of this season's plot has centered around these two women who... I think are less interesting than every other woman that's ever been on Southern Charm. Honestly, like I, I promise you, I had to keep looking. I like kept a, a tab up with their names because I get them that confused because they just don't bring they're, a lot. They found themselves in these situations where like drama is around them, but my gosh, are they boring with it? But it just goes to show, like, I mean, a tale as old as time. Pretty blonde, white, like. You're just gonna carry a story. It's just so disappointing. Yeah, true. And I just, that is the common denominator, right? Like, there's nothing else they're hanging their hat on. No, it's like the guys on the show, they're tall. They're right. Ex- like, that's exactly, their thing. Exactly. Exactly. And we will get to that because mm-hmm. Austin just basically, you just sounded like the. I know, the song. <laughs> Did you mean I was to? excited. No. As soon as it came Not out really of my mouth, I was like, Bapa So perfect. <laughs> So these two, I'm just like, how? So Olivia goes to the bus and she's crying on there. And then sweet Vanita goes and it's like, scoot over. Like, I didn't know you were out here. And, you know, Vanita, I've got mixed feelings about. Like, I was thinking about Crystal on Beverly Hills. She's not Crystal. She's not doing nothing. 
right. they don't give her a lot to work with. Like we don't no. have her boyfriend on the show. She, no one in the group seems to like listen to her other than Madison. I feel like the guys right. are very dismissive of her. This is the first yeah. episode where I actually saw real interaction with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find her to be adorable and interesting yeah. and like kind of thriving. And I would like to see more opportunities to see what she would give us. If totally. She, right. They're just giving her nothing. No. And like we finally got something from her and I was yes. like, yes. Yes. This episode mm-hmm. I really feel like built to a great, like it was a good Vanita episode. And I just, her style and I just thought she looked so great throughout she Jamaica. So oh, yeah. she's mm-hmm. so cute. So she goes on the bus to kind of comfort Olivia. And then Craig's doing, Craig is essentially doing a roll call per bus, like deciding mm-hmm. which bus to get on, which I found really funny. Um, I would do the same thing. I would too. To assess mm-hmm. the situation. And so he's like, okay, we got JT, Rod, Taylor. She's crying. Like, Nelson's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think I want to go on that bus. I'm like, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then Shep comes onto the bus where Olivia and Vanita were. And like, I'm pretty sure other people were there now. Maybe Madison. Madison was there for sure. Yeah. And then Shep's like, I told her you just need to apologize. And he's like yelling about yeah. Taylor. Nope. Yes, about Taylor, but it sounds like it's directed at Olivia. Like, you just need to apologize. Right. And so Vanita's like, excuse me, what does she need to apologize for? And he's like, I meant Taylor. And like, it was way too harsh. It was like, he didn't recognize that in the moment, he didn't recognize that he was being so unclear. And it completely Mm -hmm. sounded like he was talking about Olivia apologizing. So then Vanita was like, okay, well, don't talk to me like that. And then basically she was like, get the F out of our bus. Yeah. Nobody wants you here. And that was a great moment. Oh, it was great. And she said, uh, you can talk to other girls like that, but you're not, not talking, talking to me like, like that. that. I know. And I'm you. like, Vanita, dig into this. Like, yeah, you've been silenced too long because I don't, but think I don't silenced. want her. I don't want her to have to date one of these terrible men. No, 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 no. Get no. the spot. But that's like how the other two got the spot, right? Like that's it's how. True. Just don't why can't it, her Vanita. dude be in the mix? I know he's in New York I or know. whatever, but like get him to Jamaica. Like Shows why could Right. Well, <laughs> I know. Like at least we get her on FaceTime, which yeah. I love every second of. Okay, so we rejoice because Shep gets out of their bus. Then Craig and Shep make up outside the bus and they're all like broing and like, man, I don't want to fight. Let's and I hate every second of this because I feel like they almost do it to juxtapose. Why do I try to use words that I have no business You do using? a great job. No, I like just follow you. Juxtapose. Yeah. I was going to say juxtaposition, it? but it's to juxtapose, to, to highlight the difference between like the way the guys are handling the conflict and the girls. I feel right. like it was to like make this point like, oh, they can't get over this. We can. Right. And it was just so shallow and I hated it. Yeah. I mean, they're the worst. Um, they're the worst. But- the worst is that I always end up finding Craig so likable because they are so terrible. And I don't and I don't find him likable on like Winter House. No, he's kind of a monster on Winter House. He's horrible. But, but yeah. on this, I'm like, Craig's very likable again. Well, right. The bar is low. It's all relative. So he ends up really emerging as the hero of this show. And he's <sighs> also the comic relief. He's he, genuinely funny. Like, it must be white. Paige sticks around because she has a 100%. great sense of humor and I don't mm-hmm. think Craig knows how funny he is which makes him even funnier yeah um, I don't think he's purposefully funny no I think he, just he just is accidentally hilarious e- exactly and I think actually when he tries is his downfall <laughs> mm-hmm. um 
So real quick before we move on, I'd like to talk about something that's been bothering me all season. And I say this with no judgment or shade, but have you noticed that Madison kind of talks out of one side of her mouth? No one's talking about this. Watch her next time. And it's like, she she favors one side. And I just wonder mm. if it's like, sometimes there's like muscle things or like a Bell's palsy, which like freezes oh, half your yeah, face. Yeah. But she's never said anything and it's very subtle. But I was just wondering if anyone else noticed. So I needed to say it. Okay. Hmm. I find Madison to be everything. I love Madison. <sighs> I want her in every scene. She just dishes it and she dishes it and she dishes it. And she's truly like you know how I am about Amanda on Summer House I'm like that about Madison she's just like a perfect looking <laughs> human like I just she is a stare beauty. at her she's a beauty I, yeah I get it A-Rod I would leave J-Lo for that too it just yeah. makes sense no she's stunning and so girl next door but like really hot I mean yeah she mm-hmm. she's got it all and in this new phase of her life I think she's just having fun she's not in in the drama Right. You know, she was a lot when she was dating Austin. And I mean, she was always great TV, but she's still great TV, even when she's happily married and kind of just leaning into yeah. like her domestic life. Like that is a star. I agree. She's great in every scene. So, okay, we've got the two buses now. I've got the roll call here. We've got Craig, Austin, Madison, Olivia, and Vanita on one. And on the other is Shep, Rod, JT, and Taylor. So Taylor's recounting what went down with Olivia to Rod and Shep, and she's completely distorting it, saying that she was verbally abused Mm -hmm. and this it's like Taylor did this really bad thing that I think many of us would be willing to get over if she handled it differently but then she keeps kind of um just making it worse yeah agree by like time saying you know no one's getting mad at Olivia or Austin or like and then saying she was verbally abused because Olivia was very firm and was not I don't think she was verbally abusive at all I don't think Olivia has like the vocal capacity to be verbally abusive. Like she's so monotone. Like exactly. I don't know how you can. And even the things she was saying, it was just like, I don't, I can't be your friend anymore. I agree. So I just think Taylor's terrible. And also where was this outrage about being verbally abused when she was in a relationship with Shep? Yeah. All the time. Actually abused, verbally abused her. Oh, totally. And it's documented on camera a million times, but those two are like, weird two peas in a pod in a very toxic way like I never understood how they made sense until this season and I was like oh okay you guys kind of both fight dirty and I don't know there's something about both of them that I'm like okay I kind of see it I agree with you and I think it was just a slower reveal for Taylor like we knew this about Mm -hmm. Shep and I think Taylor like disguised it well or he tainted her and like ruined her I don't know totally but she you're right she fights dirty she does play dirty and she is kind of thriving on this conflict and drama, I would say. Olivia, I guess, makes Austin apologize for saying she's, I guess he said something about her being on some carousel of emotions and that that was an unfair statement. And I agree. The one thing that I do think is interesting that Rod says, poor Rod, (laughs) poor Rod and JT, Mm -hmm. more on them. But he's like, I think Austin and Olivia are trauma bonding during that whole thing. And I think that's exactly right. I think Olivia was really vulnerable given what had happened in her family. Mm-hmm. And and that's something so specific and unique that Austin shares. So their friendship was kind of rekindled, but then it's all conflated with this horrible betrayal. Right. What a horrible thing to be going through at a horrible time in your life. Yeah. So then, thank God for Madison, she comes out in JT's blue cabana 
striped Love. set mm-hmm. and impersonates him and I died. And she's just great. She's just being JT and it's literally cutting back between her doing an impression of him and him like having said basically the same thing she's saying like I respect women like yeah it's like she does such a I just love her she's just very confident and that Mm -hmm. just and that I think is also what's missing for Olivia I don't know about Taylor but Olivia's not super confident I would say as a person and that really translates on camera yeah and I think she's younger and I think some of that you get like you get with age that you either get confidence or you don't care one of the other right 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 that's true that's true (laughs) then craig impersonates chef which wasn't as funny but kind of was because he was getting the sentiment right but he didn't have any like chefism at all vocally you know but it was funny because he was nailing it because in the other bus chef was literally saying what craig was doing like so craig was Uh like i'm chef I'm good. Are you good? Everything's fine. Except I sound more like Shep than Craig did. Totally. And then in the other bus, Shep's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you fine? Yeah, you yeah. don't seem fine. I'm fine. So he's just so scary. Mm-hmm. So he gets some therapy, girl, is what I say to yeah. Shep. <laughs> oh, wait. But you missed the, the shaking oh, leg. Oh, oh. That right, was my course. favorite of the impersonation. Right. But someone says, but you got to shake your foot. And I think it's Madison. Um, it's Madison. Because of yeah. course it is. Because she's the comedic mm-hmm. genius. And so he's like, right. So then they just have this amazing montage of Shep's crazy foot. Like that's, yeah. a, that is. Like I don't know what that is. Unchecked anxiety or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Something speeding up his, his system. So they finally get to the beach and JST is just relentlessly pursuing Taylor. He really thinks there's a chance there. They seem to be very good friends and I know he would like to be more. So he's like, text. I wrote, he texts Olivia if she wants to go to the pool, but it's Taylor. Yeah. Right. It's, it's so hard. Yeah. And so she says, yes, Vanita goes to the deck and is just filming the water and then sees like Shep skipping in. That was jarring for (laughs) her, I'm sure. (laughs) And then we see JT drinking a beer in a bathtub, which is something we don't need to see. No. So the big thing is now Whitney's been completely absent. He's been working by the pool and like getting a massage and going to the spa and being the worst. And Austin's like, I got to tell you what happened. Let's meet on the beach. So they go to meet on the beach. And then we see um, Vanita coming to Madison's room with champagne. And like, they are so cute together. Like they are. I believe their friendship. Mm -hmm. We've seen it over the years. They've had like a little issue. They re, they figured it out. They got on the same page. And I just like the two of them. I I just want to see more of them. Like they are so much more fun to watch than Taylor and Olivia. A hundred (laughs) percent also this is a scene full of people texting each other and we're seeing all the texts and i want to ask why lots of texts going like let's go to the pool let's go to the beach then we of course have the quintessential craig facetiming Paige. he fills her in on what's going on and Paige is just she just doesn't care like she has the confidence and the not caring even though she's not super old i think she's like 30 maybe yeah um that's not old at all, by the way. We I'm saw, much older than that. Those, <laughs> those are, are that's a baby to me. <laughs> that's a fetus. <laughs> um, but she shades the pheasant dinner, and she's like, "Yeah, well, I didn't like his pheasant dinner." And she's like, "Newsflash, I don't like any of them." Like she just doesn't care, and I just love it. I know because a different reality star would be desperate not to miss a, a cast trip. Totally get the screen time. Yeah, 
Paige is like, nah, Busy. I'm good. I'm, I'm really working. good. Mm-hmm. See a chicken. So now it's time to get ready for the booze cruise. So you know things are going to ramp up. But then we do hear Austin and Whitney meeting on the beach. And Whitney says something about, they're dis- I think they're discussing Olivia and Rod. And Rod's like trying to defend Olivia's honor. And like they think oh, it's very yeah, like yeah, yeah. phony and BS. And Whitney yeah. says something like, doesn't that seem like a cheap gamut? And I don't. Yes. What does that mean? Well, okay. I watch with closed captions, and it's is gamut G A M B I T. Well, that's, that's gambit. Oh, right. That's okay. The it's the word sounded, on there. But how does gambit fit? And what does gambit actually mean? I don't know. I know the queens could well, the go queen's in front gambit. of it, but that's it. Hold on, I need to look this up because I know Whitney's smart, but that didn't seem right. Gambit meaning a device, action, or opening remark to. Typically one entailing a degree of risk that is calculated to gain an advantage. Touche. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that was a gambit. It's just, that's a weird word to just throw into everyday conversation. And I know I like words, but this is the moment that Austin solidifies his place forever in history as the worst D-bag F-boy of all time. Basically, he's talking about how Rod and JT are saying that Austin's saying Shep and I are the terrible ones. And then he says, but guess what? Shep and I are the ones who landed the girls. So maybe yes. you should take a page out of my book, pal, and be a man. He's disgusting. He is the worst. And the worst is he and Shep both try to play the nice guy and Ugh. pretend to be the nice guy. Can't be but stupid and smart. Soon, yeah, but as soon as the mask drops a little bit, it just slides completely off their face. Like they, they can't keep it together. That's exactly right. It's like you reveal yourself through actions, but also believe people when they tell you who they are, like Austin just told us. Yeah, yeah. So cut to, day, cut to JT and Taylor. And I can't even, he's wearing a baseball cap that says, I love small waves. I know. Like I he's like, is this writing the jokes for everyone? Like, I know. And also he's had a lot of trouble with water the last few episodes. He has. But I guess playing into it, I'm all about that. Like, I mean, that's, I, but I didn't know if he was because I, I don't know. I didn't I, understand that. I didn't the either. Hat, I, I didn't yeah. either. Maybe but that's it, it does seem like something like a toddler might wear at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they like small waves. When they're big, they get yeah, scared and they run. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Taylor's going on again to him about being verbally abused. And JT is just like, I will always defend you. Like, it's so wrong. I really feel mm-hmm. for you. And blah, blah, blah. And then Taylor tells the camera, like in the confessional, that girls just always like bad boys and she wishes she had feelings from J- for JT, but she just doesn't. Girls like guys who aren't into them, except Okay, but I don't entirely disagree because if someone was ever too nice to me, like of course, if I went on a date with them or something and they were too nice, what's your motivation, pal? Like I'm not I don't that trust great. It. So I do not trust anything. Yeah, everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie. There's no way you like me this much. You don't know me. So I I get that. And I do too. And does that. It's, it's, it's too much too soon. Like later on, fine. But when you're just getting to know somebody, they're not perfect. And don't treat me poorly. But like if you act like you like me too much, I'm not into it. It's also mm-hmm. he has no edge. And like I like a little edge. Like I want a sense yeah. of humor. And Rod in the beginning of the season when he was first like – whatever he was doing with Olivia going out for like picnic lunches yeah on a bench he like would make some jokes that were actually funny and I'm Mm -hmm. like I just need a little sarcasm or something like JT is playing it so earnestly and also defending all the girls when his motivation is obviously just to be like chosen by them and it's not actually like he's a ally (laughs) like a feminist or something (laughs) I don't believe that for a second 
So I completely, I agree with Taylor too. Like, yeah, unfortunately that is a lot of the times how it goes. So back to Austin and Whitney, they're talking about how even Olivia is giving Austin a hard time and how he thinks it's so crazy that she's mad at him. And then, oh my gosh, there's that swing on the beach and Madison, Vanita and Olivia are on the beach taking pictures and the bodies on these three. Oh, I know we're not supposed to comment on women's oh. bodies, but when they're perfect. Well, I'm not going to say perfect because <laughs> perfect is subjective. But, Wait, but in my mind, all three, perfect, gorgeous, beautiful. Remember, Everybody's beautiful so and perfect. I've been doing Pilates for four weeks and yeah. I'm starting to see the definition of a calf and I feel like wearing a leotard in the streets. I'm like, <laughs> look at this body. And then I see them on that swing and like, there's no flattering way to sit on a swing in a bikini. No. You and, can't and hide an imperfection. No, you can't hide anything, which is why you'd never find me on a freaking swing <laughs> in a bathing suit. When I saw that, I was like, that's my nightmare. That I is would my nightmare. flip myself off of it just to not be, you know, captured on tape there, with that. Their skin is even, there's muscle in the right places, there's curve in the right, like they have different bodies too. Like Vanita's yeah, really exactly. tiny and petite and like doesn't have huge boobs and Olivia's tall and thin and Madison is like a bronze goddess yeah Mm -hmm. like very um kind of Jessica Simpson like yeah yeah at one point I've always thought she has yeah a little of that but I think like I just I don't know they just it blew my mind just because oh same babies I I never was in that world but like Olivia was sitting down and I was like I couldn't even pinch her stomach there was like, nothing weren't you looking I was staring yes. to be like she has like, like a six-pack almost like there's like nothing there's no pinch there's yeah it's wild all bodies are perfect all bodies yes. are beautiful we're working in our bodies I want to make mine stronger we Same. all have our goals but I can also appreciate how freaking gorgeous they looked I am so glad that you honed in on that scene too because I was just like my gosh they have so many cameras around them and they were so comfortable and I'm like this is I I could never I know. I I literally would have just walked off. I would have walked into the water and just not. Yeah, walked. just just a slow submersion, just like disappearing. Like, except the water's that would clear. Be my picture of the top That's of the my... worst part. Is the water so clear? They'd still be like, oh, you can run, but you can't hide, Rebecca. Okay, so that was cute. They were just cute, and then um, and then Whitney and Austin are still like talking, and Whitney's like, this whole Olivia Taylor Shep. Thing is exhausting and for once I'm like I agree with you oh one thing like before kind of they get on the boots cruise is that Olivia is talking to Taylor again and is or maybe she's doing this in the confessional but she's just like forget what happened with Austin now I'm just questioning your character it was in the confessional and I was like yeah a little bit that like maybe she just really got rotted by being with Shep for so long honestly that might have ruined her I don't know because she seems like she was some good girl before or at least pretended to be one I don't know I can imagine that would rot you that's what I think it's like I don't know what do they say you can't hang out in a barbershop if you hang out in a barbershop long enough you'll get a haircut oh I know one about like if you hang out with pigs (laughs) mine is more southern I can't remember how it goes but it's something about hang out with pigs that's really funny because yeah this does seem like a very like urban like (laughs) so then it's on to Montego Bay for the booze cruise and I believe this is where I pass the baton yes this is so they are getting ready to board the yacht club of Jamaica and uh Madison as they're all walking up says you know, my boat name is going to be called C Cup. And I was like, that's so <laughs> that clever. That is so funny. So cute. I love it. 
So everyone takes off their shoes. Thank God they don't zoom in on those because I can't stand when places do that. And this part feels very um, below deck. Everyone taking off their shoes to enter the boat. I was like, okay, where's Captain Sandy? And so um, they meet Captain Sardine. He is the captain of the ship. Obsessed. They'd love to do this on trips like this. Like for Americans, I swear they're like, what's the dumbest thing we can do? Because these idiots will love it. And we do. And Shep, what's the first thing he says? Oh, Captain, my Captain. How dare he? I know. Ugh. I would, I memorized that when I was younger. I know still a lot of it. but like, That's so that impressive. Was like a, well, I don't go around saying it to captains. I no, just exactly. He's so obnoxious, but Moby Dick is like my, I love whales, so. There you go. And okay. actually, that reminds me, I did not learn that one. I learned a different <laughs> one. At Flanders Fields. <laughs> oh, I don't know that. That's... In Flanders Field, the poppies grow between the crosses, row on row. I don't know anymore. What was that, that I probably from? Did. I don't know. I, I think it was just a poem that cool. they made us learn. Yeah, that's it. There goes my culture. Back to pigs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, everyone's hanging out, and Craig says in a confessional, all your worries kind of go away when you're on a boat. And next thing you hear, Austin yell, I really want to jump off. And I just like those two yeah conversations being one behind the other and then craig says if you see someone having a bad time on a boat they probably suck or they have like motion sickness i was gonna say they're not feeling well there's a lot of reasons you might not be happy on a boat i know i mean i think i typically would be but stormy weather bad weather that sort of thing that might take it out of me yeah but is this when he says something about colors too Oh, uh, I think so. Someone says something about oh, like yeah. seeing colors you only see out there. And that was nice. Yeah, it was Rod. And I wrote the one guy. <laughs> and then I wrote the quote. So I was like, did somebody say it? Yeah, it was Rod. Um, all these colors really don't exist anywhere else. And then yeah. Shep interrupts, of course, and says, oh, I snorkeled here back in 2001. Yikes. I mean, yeah. I'm Shep's age, so that's fine. Sure. But it's just... In contrast to his peers. And in that, yeah, in that group, I wouldn't put a year on anything. Possibly even the year I was born. I just wouldn't, I would say, I've been here and snorkeled before, It was a while ago. Yeah, it's an invitation for Taylor to say, I was in first grade. Oh, yeah, that was... (laughs) It's cr- like, disturbing. I wish he would take this in when he would say says these things, and right. they respond like, yeah. "This is weird." Yes, and so yes. Um, Chef laughs about that. He's like, "That's insane." I was crushing red stripes when you were in first grade. Red stripes are there a couple times, but before that, I'd never heard of a red stripe. Oh, really? Is it an, just an alcoholic? It's a beer. Beverage? Beer? Okay, mm-hmm. never heard of it. Mm-mm. So I was like, "Wow, are they trying to push this on us?" Like, what's her face, uh, Lisa from? Um, Real Housewives of Miami and her new Aroma 360 or whatever. That's oh, what it felt like. what a joke. <laughs> I want to say it might even be Jamaican beer, which is why. Okay, maybe that would be why. It's, yeah, it's from Jamaica and the Netherlands. Weird. Okay, here Good we combo. Are. Okay, here we go. Vanita's sitting down. She's looking for food. Taylor says they have fruit and fritters. And then I wrote in all caps, someone's foot is on the table. And I Ew. realized it was Shep's. It was either on the table or so close that like. Too close. That food is tainted now. I can't touch that. Ew. Of all the feet too. Of all the feet. Yes. And so Shep says, hey, Vanita, last night was a huge misunderstanding. It escalated stupidly. Then we get the flashback and yeah. them getting into it and. The big thing he said was, are you out of your mind? And that was the thing that stuck with me. Like, yeah, sir, no. Yeah. Um, 
So they apologize to each other for screaming because they both realized that they were really understanding mad. the opposite thing. Yeah. yeah. And then they were really mad. She was like, I was so mad. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I said, Vanita said she was so mad and Shep laughs like an imbecile. He like <sighs> absolutely laughed like an idiot. So Shep is talking to Captain Sardine and he says, Captain Sardine, as in a single sardine, usually there's a can of them. And this the captain, not Shep, says, I outgrew the can, which I thought was cute. I I love that. That's like deep. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's the four in you. I was just like, that's funny. And you're like, it's wow. cute. It's like another way of saying like, you know, becoming a butterfly out of the cocoon. Yeah. It's like I outgrew the can. Like I <laughs> bigger and better now. <laughs> that's definitely a pig barbershop thing because <laughs> So the captain says, you know, you're going in. Don't touch anything. or Don't pick anything up unless it's gold or silver. Don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> Everyone's getting in the water ready to uh, snorkel. And Craig, comedic relief again. The best. What does he say, Rebecca? Can we spear the fish? Yeah. He was like, do you have any spears? Do you have any and spears? She says, yeah. <laughs> she's like, to spear the fish? Yeah. And she's no. like, no. Eh, then he's, then he's <laughs> not going to go in. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, then I'm not, I'm just going to sit on the boat and drink. It's like no shirt, no service, no spear, no swimming. <laughs> Very Craig. Love it. And like, do you think Craig knows how to go spear fishing? No. no I don't think so at all. He would just be literally throwing spears in yes, the ocean. That's that terrifying. Is... That's like back to his uh, little knife butter into knife. the wall. Yeah, the butter knife injury. He does have a thing for like blunt objects. Yeah. Or not blunt. And not knowing how to handle them. Yeah. So uh, we go between basically Craig and Madison talking and everyone swimming. So Craig and Madison are talking and she says, you know, how bad do you want to go home? And he says, he doesn't. He wants, you know, he loves Jamaica. And she's like, no, I mean to see Paige. And he's like, oh, Paige and I see each other like every four days. So this is just like one of those four days. Then he says, Paige told me to go get tan and come home and blank me and I like so I'm I didn't watch it through I took notes on the, my first round so mm -hmm. I like I'm writing this down and I'm like there's no way Paige said that yeah and of course Paige didn't say that. right she wouldn't have said that yeah because Madison's like wait she said that he's like no 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 she didn't. oh wait that was like a fantasy <laughs> it was good so Madison and Craig are talking and he's like uh, Paige has a crush, a girl crush on you. And Madison's like, oh, I have a girl crush on her, whatever. And then uh, Madison's like, are you going to move to New York? And he said, you know, I've thought about it maybe for a couple of years, but ultimately sewing down south is in the south. It's in Charleston. Mm -hmm. Everything, their warehouse, all that stuff is there. So it makes sense why he would have to stay there. Yeah. And also, did you ever see that becoming a thing? I think about it all the time. It, it, yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's um, like of all the businesses on Bravo, like, I know how did we get here? I think Craig is one of those like very lucky fools, like, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. A little bit of the golden touch. Um, yeah. yeah. And Madison was like, Well, what happens if she won't move to yeah. Charleston? And he goes, Well, I guess we'd break up, which. <laughs> Madison gasped and they played this weird Nintendo music is what I wrote it <laughs> I down I remember as. that like, that's funny <laughs> it was just like burr, burr, basically burr, being burr, like burr. yeah like Craig trying to walk it back he's like well no I mean I'd fight for it I'd fight burr. for it I'd do whatever it takes well he kind he of was just like said we'll what everyone's thinking right that like yeah. this is not going the way of marriage and children I don't see it unless 
Paige is keeping it very close to the chest that she really does want that and she's just being aloof. I, I, I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't I don't either. So people start getting out of the water. Vanita pours Madison a drink. I don't know why I wrote this. She asked for more by saying she needs a country club pour. And that just made me laugh <laughs> for some cute. reason. Craig randomly says, does the DJ know how to make bees dance? And I was like, what? <laughs> and know. then all of a sudden we get horns. <laughs> And then they're dancing, so maybe he does. How terrifying was that? Didn't you feel like we were back on um, Adriana's uh, Miami's Hot No, Hot video? that was so much worse when those women were trying to dance for all their Latin soul. Those women could not put two steps together. <laughs> it was so bad. But this, I was like, I'm having PTSD from that. That was <laughs> so I dramatic. I loved this scene. When Chef's like dancing with one of the deckies and like mm -hmm. or I don't know whether the yachties I don't know I love that you're calling them that yeah all mm -hmm. of the people dancing I thought it was such, I thought it was really cute it was cute and then my favorite part is Craig sees Vanita doing the electric slide I know and he's like she knows this dance how does she know this dance I gotta learn this dance I'm like, Craig, Craig I think he's and just never seen people who aren't white do it and it looks better <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly so uh he then he goes to a talking head which i love this he says he remembers watching youtube videos trying to learn how to dance who did he want to dance like rebecca someone that he is older than i would think justin uh -huh. bieber yeah <laughs> and then he's like well maybe it was in sync i'm like either way bro like not good because you were but the older way he said he started was possibly in sync you know it was in sync like yes. but he's just like maybe yeah, and yeah. then usher and then oh Justin i lost bieber. him at in sync wait no he said bieber first right but then he goes i probably started with oh. NSYNC and then usher and oh, then Justin oh bieber. oh okay it doesn't matter Craig. but it just was funny i it just really love that idea it really was funny I wrote, Shep dances so gross. So I oh. obviously didn't think it was as cute as you. Well, no, um, just or, the moment with the girl, the woman, but mm -hmm. just generally, ugh, yes, agree. Yeah, he's a lot. Shep says, Captain Sardine, I'll miss you. And then they leave the booze cruise. So I wrote that they were on a sprinter van. That's not true. They were in buses. Tour buses. I, I guess I'm so used to sprinter vans. It felt very natural to write that. I wrote that and then was like, delete, 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 backspace. It's just a tour bus. <laughs> But they had two, which seemed so excessive. Sorry. Right. They could have all been in one. That didn't yeah. make any sense yeah. to me. And so Austin uh, says that he just talked to Whitney. And what do you know? Whitney upgrades his room to the presidential suite. How? The entitlement I'm like, you're not even guy. doing anything, like, at all. He kills me. I just... I. I don't even want his life because it's so like you're not doing anything with he lives your life. With his mom. I mean, yeah. Uh-uh. No. Mm -mm. I don't. It's understand. just not going to get better for him. And is he still producing this show? Like, is he still? He's got to be because what else is he doing? And why would he be on it still if he wasn't producing it? Yeah, and when he's like, "I have work to do," and he has a laptop, I'm like, "Show us, show us your Google Docs. What is show on us it? on the computer? What you what do? You're doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. There's no way Renob is like booking gigs around the country. So <laughs> who knows? So Taylor puts a bandana on JT's head and says. He goes, I wish in life I could have a hot girl in a fedora, put a bandana on my head. And then he like yelps like, JT, like it's happening. It's so embarrassing. He's got to stop. It's, He's got to stop. And it makes like Shep look more normal because he doesn't do that kind of like that's the part that irritates me. I'm like, stop. You, you don't have to like 
do anything to be better than Shep. Just exactly. Exactly. Can we just get a guy in the middle of this like continuum? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Craig then is a messy little girl and he says <laughs> um he says, "What would you say to the next girl that hooks up with JT?" And Shep says, "Don't wear heels." Clever. Sorry. Hurtful. But low-hanging fruit too. Like, yeah. okay, we we know, but I get it. I, I But I, again, I, all they have is height. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I couldn't come up with anything actually more substantive. True, true, true. But I get it. But it's better than I like the heels comment. So Craig says, uh, Taylor, what's the advice you would give the next person that hooks up with Shep? Or no, it was not Taylor. It was Olivia that he said that to, but I wrote Taylor again. Mm, But doesn't Taylor answer? Why would Olivia answer... I'm, I'm pretty sure because she said, don't expect to finish. Shep looks mortified and Taylor's behind him cracking up. So I, I, wow. We don't know. They're the same person. Right. So but that's, that makes it more there, interesting Melissa? that, no, I think you're right. But that makes it more interesting to me that Taylor or Olivia had that response at the ready. Cause that's kind of like, yeah, well, okay. I guess don't quote me on that. You're going to have to watch the episode, guys. Well, we both did, and wrong. we're unsure. So, yeah, yeah let us I, know. Did we get that wrong? Yeah, yeah, please. So Shep looks mortified, like I said, and Taylor is behind him cracking up. Whether she said I'm it or not, pointing we don't. at him like and nodding yes yeah. emphatically. Yeah. <laughs> so this is all very uncomfortable for me to say, but I'm just recapping. So Shep doubles down and says, I'll finish and you'll still be hanging out and then someone probably madison yells selfish because that does sound like something yeah. madison would be screaming and yeah it also sounds like how shep would be uh-huh and he of course doubles down on this too but craig says shep and i are polar opposites um and basically that also includes the bedroom okay thank you craig don't need yeah. any more information yeah austin says much Ugh. of the same and i just don't even want to repeat it because oh. i don't believe him first of all yeah and he's gross no i feel like he was trying to kind of call back to when he had those multiple girls in his apartment when madison came oh, through and there were more okay. than one and i, there I you think go. he's playing into this like you know I'm a sexual, like, yeah, beast or whatever. Like, yeah. So the quote was, I'm not a selfish lover. I want everyone involved to have fun, whether it's one person or three. And so yeah. that's back to um, yeah. Madison. Yeah. Madison. Madison. It's insane right now. It's insane right now. So Shep says, again, I'm just recapping, I don't care as long as I get what I need and I'm not going to go through a whole production. Then there's. <laughs> A shot of Taylor in a confessional saying, I can count on less than three fingers how many times it was like that, but she doesn't say anything. So you could you can imagine that's anything. Mm-hmm. I choose not to imagine what she meant by that. If, okay, finally, we're done talking about that. Okay. Go ahead. After Shep said that, if women are still sliding into this gentleman, this gentleman, this beast's DMs and like coming up to him at bars, like, girl, yeah, save yourself. Like, yeah. Why? I know. He just absolutely, he's for him. And that's, that's all it is in every aspect of his life. He was on Watch What Happens Live, maybe, I don't know when, a couple months ago, a month ago. I don't know. No sense of time. But he, um, they were talking, you know, playing one of their games. And he was like, I'm actually a very generous lover, is what he said to Andy. Because Andy said something about something. Anyway. Uh, But who, I mean, so it's just interesting that he said that. And now basically here, he's really saying the opposite. (laughs) 
And I believe this more. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Okay. Now we're about to get off the bus. Uh, We see a shot of room service going to Whitney's room, bringing drinks. (laughs) I don't know if it was bringing food. I think I just saw drinks. Okay. They get to the hotel. Dinner's in an hour. So they're all going to get ready. Except Shep, Craig, Austin, and Madison all go up to Whitney's room. And for some reason, Shep tries to open the door with his shoulder by running into it. (laughs) He's so stupid. That hurt. I'm like, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Madison sees Whitney and says, holy Elvis Presley. And that's exactly what he looks like. But like Elvis has entered the building. On the toilet, Elvis Presley. It wasn't a good look. Mm-mm. So now it's a room tour of his hotel. Shep says, is this the Shangri-La? Shangri-La? Mm-hmm. But he said Shangri-La. Ugh. Cause, I mean, I wrote it down as he pronounced it, but yeah. I could have written it down wrong because I was like, what? No, I'm sure he said it that way. I definitely checked out this half because I was so exhausted from note taking. So I'm relying on you for the rest of the Ooh, narration. All right. Let's get going. Austin sees a bedroom and says, this is where the magic doesn't happen. And yep. I was like, I, I like that one. Um, Chef goes to sit down. He's like, I want to hang out. I don't want to get ready for dinner. He's and Craig's like, I showered this morning. He literally looked like death. They're like, yeah, so gross. I know. Madison's like, no, you guys need to change. Um, and then Shep <laughs> says to Austin, you should change. And Austin says to Shep, I do change. Shep says, it's hard for you to change. Austin says, you can't change. And then Shep says, and that's a problem for whom? <sighs> and Austin says, anyone you've ever met in your life ever. Oof. That was a good read. Yeah. It was interesting, right? Because they were talking about showering and changing and then it was not about showering and changing. Yeah. <laughs> Pot meat kettle though, these two. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chef's like, I have a lot of good friends and I don't need you. And then Austin's like, well, I care about people and I'd never say that to you. And then Shep in his whole Shep era, you care about people. That's rich. And Craig, of course, is a messy bee who loves drama. And he says, why don't you tell him what you really think? You're mad that he hooked up with your girlfriend. I applaud you, Craig. I yeah. applaud you. Messy B, but also complete mediator who's been to like three therapy sessions and it shows. He's like, <laughs> what I hear you True. saying is actually. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Shep's saying, no, he's making it about me. It's a deflection off of him. It's just going back and forth. And then uh, Shep says, are you sure you're okay? Because you're on page six, not looking so great, bub. And then we get the page six. Zing. Yeah. Austin and Taylor hook up you know, scream. And so Austin says, you don't look so okay. Shep says, why? Because I'm nice. Austin, are you, oh, you're nice. Wouldn't you tell Taylor it's fun to cheat on her? That's not ice. And then they, of course, show that clip. Yeah. And Craig says in a talking head that Shep is finally realizing that his best friend hooked up with his girlfriend and he really can't handle it. And so Austin starts talking and he says, she came on to me, mother effer. And (laughs) Shep says, I never heard that because you've never been honest with me. Okay, it gets weird here. Whitney hops in and is like, let's recreate it. Uh, Like uh, Austin hooking up with Taylor, like how that happened. I almost knocked my glass over when I remembered. Sorry. (laughs) I got scared. You're like, huh, what's going on here? I blocked that out and now you've reminded me. Yeah, I had to. And he's like, okay, I'm Austin. I'm at a fish concert. What happened? That was funny. (laughs) I did like that. And Austin comes up behind him pretending to be Taylor, turns Whitney's head and like plants a fat one on him. Like he really was trying to do something there that I was not. I was just like, what is your point? Like, 
I didn't well, love this. Well, to shame her. To shame Taylor. That's the whole thing. To but be like, also, I wasn't into her. She was into me. I think to be like outrageous. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just, it's not, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I'm a I bro kissing it. my friend. I don't know. Yeah. And to shame Taylor by making it look like it was completely her. Yeah. Yeah. And so Craig says, that was weird. Because <laughs> 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 it came out of nowhere. It All of a sudden, really like, let's did. recreate it. Yeah. Um. And so uh, Austin says, this group can't allow the fact that Taylor and I effing, and there's a pause, and Shep says, what? And he said, made out and moved on. So obviously they think he meant sleeping together, but he was just using effing as an adjective, Mm -hmm. and and that's what it was. What do you think? Do you think it was on purpose? I can't tell. I could definitely see him saying effing hooked up but I also there was a weird pause it was and the way it came out you could almost hear that it came out and he like regretted it and had to Mm -hmm. like I I wouldn't be surprised either way I wouldn't be surprised either way but I could see why you would interpret it as they actually yeah did the deed yeah and but also I thought like okay if I've ever said something not lying to somebody, but if if I'm trying to keep a secret or something, I will, or if I'm trying not to say something, you've been a witness to this, it comes out. And so I could see like trying to take it back, but it's already coming it's out. It's coming to the air and you have to like save it. And then you have to think about it. For qualify it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have yeah. all been there. So um, <laughs> Madison says, you know, Shep, that's the first thing you and I ever agreed on that both of them think that's what you know, Austin was trying to say. And then Austin, of course, tells her to shut up. And then he calls her a bored housewife. Madison leaves. I hate, he, he, that's his new thing. Th- I think he says it to her twice this episode in two different yep. scenes. And it's like, mm-hmm. she's the opposite. Like, she's a thriving housewife. She Did you not see that she won, like, Yard of the Month or something? She's doing quite well for herself. And she gets to go on vacation sans husband and kid and just have a grand old time. And she gets to look like she's that living the dream, morning. like yeah. just waiting around to get pregnant. It's like looks great to me. It does. Um, so now we're at dinner, and Taylor's there ver- there first. Then Olivia arrives in a top that's sparkly, and Taylor says it's very Britney Spears. Which at this point, I'm surprised either of them even know who Britney Spears is because they're so young. <laughs> I know that's true. They're younger than Britney Spears. It's a weird reference for them, but it was a very Britney Spears top. I'll give yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So back to the guys. Um, Shep says he's been kind to Austin considering he hooked up with his girlfriend a month after they broke up. Austin saying, you know, I took your lead. Continued chaos. Back to Taylor and Olivia. They're like trying to make small talk, but they don't really like each other. So it's just awkward, of course. Back to the boys. Uh, Shep says, you don't give an F about anyone but yourself. Austin says, really? Shep says, when it comes to women, Austin says, I want you to look in the mirror. And that's true. I hate when Austin tells the truth because he's terrible too. I know. That's the worst part about this this duo is like sometimes they're right, but it's also usually applies to themselves and it's just such a mess. It is. Oh, Shep says, I used to be 34 and I was a scoundrel, but you're a total scoundrel, which... <laughs> that was <laughs> like not the um dig you think it is yeah like that was weird that was that made no sense but if it was 1942 that would be <laughs> the hottest dig you could give somebody scoundrel so, is dated yeah. that's like a dad word 
I'd like to bring it back. Um, Shep says in his talking head after this hookup that, you know, Taylor and Austin had, he ends up going to Australia with Austin for three weeks and Austin doesn't share anything. And and I get how that would irritate you where it's yeah. like you had the time to tell me. You could yeah. have told me. Yeah, fair. So fight's over. They Shep's going to change. Whitney says, thanks so much. Had a really nice time. Also, Whitney, I'll take that. And Whitney says, you even ran Madison off, which is pretty hard <laughs> to do because she will stay as long as she wants to. She has That's her own thing. So true. It's great. Um, back to girl dinner. They are just sitting there, the two of them, drinking water, not talking. If I believe that what happens between them, the awkwardness and the silence and the discomfort and mm -hmm. if nothing had happened between them with Austin and Shep, this is what every scene with them would be like. I know. I was going to say it wouldn't be any different. They it's not, don't like have anything to actually say to one another. They act like it's tension, like the music. And I'm like, nah. It's this just is them just not boring. knowing what to say. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Vanita comes down uh, and then Madison comes down. It's still kind of awkward. And yeah. Madison says in her talking head, what am I even doing here? <laughs> and I agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Rod walks up to Olivia. He's there Ugh. and he says, is this seat taken? And it was like 30 seconds before anybody said no. Like, obviously it's not. Oh, stop. Him and JT like trailing after them. It's just when they watch this back, they're probably just, I hope, I hope they have the self-awareness to be like, ooh, that was, that was too much. You're giving them a lot of credit. But um, <sighs> JT comes next. What's up? Good to see you. Sorry I'm late. Had some work calls. I don't buy that, but <laughs> continue. Um, that's when Craig and Austin come in and Olivia says, you're only 45 minutes late. Craig has an open shirt and JT calls him a stripper. That was actually kind of funny. <laughs> I don't remember um, was any of this. All the way down. Oh Craig was like all the buttons. Madison says, you need to go one button up. And he says, whatever, Tinkerbell. And that was cute because she was in like a little green outfit. She looked like Tinkerbell. She does now that you say it. I was thinking mermaid because of her hair was like kind of oh, like wild was... beachy. I loved it. Um, yeah. But yeah, Tinkerbell too. That's cute. That's cute. I mean, it was like a funny. It was affectionate. Yeah. Yeah. Austin says to Vanita, I think Whitney and I just made out. And she's like, what? <laughs> and uh, Craig was like, I thought we were talking about Austin and Shep fighting it out. Craig will bring up the drama. I love him for <laughs> like it. It's like, his job. Let's give it. Yeah. Honestly, I think Paige is like, this is all you need to do. Yeah. This is what I've got for you. Yeah. So then Taylor says, so Austin and Shep fought it out. And then Austin and Whitney made out. And, and JG says, you know, what happened? This is the biggest plot twist of a trip I've ever heard of in my life. I'm like, calm down. Yeah, calm I down. mean, but let's... yeah, you're right. <laughs> Whitney walks in. Someone says, what's up, Elvis? I'm enjoying all the Whitney slander. <laughs> <laughs> and Whitney's like, oh, you know, my room has a jacuzzi now. And that he and Austin, quote, took a jacuzzi together and then says, yeah, we made out. <sighs> What are they trying to do? I I don't know. They love doing these that on these shows. Yeah, like, I hate it. Two guys it. kissing. They just yeah have to do this. Hilarious. Um, yeah. So Madison, not to be outdone by Craig's messiness, says, "Which kiss was better?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, to Austin, Whitney or Taylor. Craig's like, "What did you say?" And so she repeats it, and Austin says, "Madison, you're nothing more than a bored housewife." But Shep is the one that has said that previously, right? No, it was Austin. Again. It was always it was Austin. Austin. Oh, I thought I'm Shep was calling sure. her that. Okay. It makes more sense for it to be Austin. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. 
Um, and so Madison says, if that's, this is what not a good comeback, I didn't think. If that's your dig at me, goodbye. Lights out. Don't talk to me. Madison, you can do better. It really? She should have like leaned in and been like, like, I'm like the hot, I don't know. There was a better way. <laughs> I don't have it. We can't help you, Madison, but yeah, you should have helped I, yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, Austin says to Olivia, I guess, you don't have to talk to me. And Olivia's like, oh, yeah, I'm content with the conversation last night. I don't need a second one. Shep talks about the boat being fun. Everyone says, thanks, Craig, because he set this up. Sure. Sure, Craig. Craig gets a a W. Shep said, I've never loved anyone as much as Captain Sardine. (laughs) Okay. Like, that's just a dumb thing. But also, I could see Shep saying that to hurt Taylor because he knew she was going to hear that. Even if he's kidding, because it seems like Taylor's like upset. She's like, I don't get it. Why is everyone laughing? And that could be a number of things, Taylor. I, I, we don't have time to explain all those things to you. Yeah, and Shep is vindictive. I never thought about that, but that, that he very much could have said that as like a loaded statement. You're right. Yeah. And so um, now Taylor stands up for reasons unknown and says, I know I was quiet last night. And there were conversations happening the last two months. And for the sake of myself and my own well-being, I want to put this to rest. And then it cuts to everyone being shocked. And then to be continued. See, I don't even, I think I didn't even watch that last part. Honestly, I wouldn't blame you because it started petering off towards the it end. It really but, did. Um, it was a fun episode, but it kind of was like, it, let's wrap this up. So mm-hmm. she's going to make some big declaration. Did they show a coming next time or no, just to be continued? No, no, okay. um, no coming up. Because I, well, I actually, I don't even remember. I didn't write it down if they did. I, I don't think they did. Though. I think we both were tapped out. We were like, we're exhausted. Yeah, it was a little much. So but, what um, do you think her big declaration is? Is it just going to be a regurgitation of what she's already said? Is it going to be something new? Is she going to say we slept together? It's over. I feel like, like it could be. Get a over big, it. It has to be a bigger reveal. You can't. That would like, be lame. Already, if she's already admitted that they've made out or yeah. whatever. So yeah. there has to be more to it for sure. Okay. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. Is that the season yeah. finale? Not yet. I don't know. I can't yeah, keep up with these shows. Either. There's too many going on at once. Oh my gosh, no kidding. And also thank you to Bravo because it's been amazing. But like I haven't even gotten to my ninety day shows. There's been so much. It's you know, you They're have to, to prioritize me. things and mm-hmm. Bravo usually tops the list, at least for me. I know. Well, um that was a really fun episode and a fun recap. Good job. It was. We made it through. That's what I say. We made it through because I got a little worried there halfway through my note taking that I would not survive the rest. I got worried halfway through my note talking to you. I'm like, is this what am is this English? What am I saying? No, I know. I felt the same way. And then at some point I just started using everybody's initials. Yeah. And I was like, who is this? We're gonna JT this whole cast. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe that was my uh my my inspiration for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I am looking forward to the next episode, which will have aired last night when people are listening to this, but um really good season. Let us know. Yeah. If you guys are also watching this season the way we are just devouring it, it's just gotten so Mm -hmm. good, despite the two protagonist females and males being the worst. The worst. Yeah, agree. The worst. So you may remember that we put out some fun uh, question, best of Bravo reality TV superlatives. And then we took people's answers. We asked, like, who would be the most likely to call Dr. Moon if they were sick? And then we compiled the best answers or the most popular ones, and we put them into a poll. And I have official data (gasps) analysis, no analysis, just numbers, um, to share with you, Melissa, and our listeners. Do you want to hear? I'm so excited. Yes. And 
Also, I gave Rebecca the Dr. Moon question, but I forgot to say besides Shannon. So we did get a lot of Shannons and I was like, ah. Yeah, but, um, I could have been job. more clear about that. So no, it no, was no. sort of I like, tell you that. these were inspired by people who did these things. It's like, who else might do these things? Sure. Um, so I'm just going to read these in the order that they may not have appeared, but are in my phone. And if you guys didn't participate that's okay this is still going to be really fun and if you did thank you so much for participating it was yeah. really fun to read your your write-in answers some of them were just made me howl so good mm-hmm. um and if you don't follow us on instagram it's at criminality show and we do sometimes fun we things like April. this <laughs> <laughs> but we try to post okay so most likely to date john jansen next melissa yeah it's um 34 said noelia said Monica's mom from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which that's rough. And I get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. This was inspired by the last episode that you did about Darcy Silva, who is the most likely to wear House of Eleven. This is an interesting split. So almost 50%, there's three answers said Brittany from Vanderpump Rules, well, formerly. Nailed that one. That is... We got a lot with that. And I'm like, I hadn't Mm -hmm. thought of her, but a hundred percent. And then it was split between the remaining votes between Adriana Mm -hmm. on um, Miami, which also, yes. And Teresa, which great job. All of them would wear that. Do you know what I forgot though? In my episode, there were actually celebrities that wore House of Eleven. And while you're doing this, I'm going to look at Ironically or with all sincerity? I mean, I think their publicist gave it to them or something. Sure, sure, sure. But, um, but yeah, I was excited. I forgot to, I forgot to mention. Okay, that. well, go that's on. good intel. So you look that up, and I'm going to share who is the most likely to start a predatory multi-level marketing company. Almost a near fifty-fifty split. Forty-nine percent Kim Zolciak Bierman and Mary Cosby at forty-five percent. Really good, right? I could yeah. see that with just a little six percent given to Tamara. Okay. Actually, and Tamara's the one that owns like a company. But is it MLM? I don't know. No, I don't think it is. But I could see. Her. No, I, actually, I don't see her as much. I don't either. I think Kim sure. and Mary. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This was inspired by the episode two weeks ago or the one before Darcy, most likely to shop a storage unit once oh, almost an even split. So these are all in the 30 percent. So I'm just going to say almost evenly split between Monica from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. Sonia Morgan. So absolutely. Good. But you know, mm-hmm. she'd go to like, this was, um, you know, Princess Diana's niece's storage unit. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, and Gina from Real Housewives of Orange County. A hundred percent. I love all of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll be right behind all of them. Mm-hmm. Did you find the celebrities? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, House of Eleven at some point was worn by Demi Lovato, oh. Nicki Minaj, Dang. and Jessica Alba. Wow. Not yeah. bad, Darcy. I know. That's, so, yeah. And the Nicki Minaj is a fun, um, a Bravo, you know, peripheral yeah. person. Never seen it on any of them, but that was on their website. So that's, that's it. Yeah. Interesting. Most likely to fake their own funeral. Melissa, any guesses? There's three people here. So we saw Quad do it. We saw Quad. It was inspired by Quad on inspired Married in Medicine. Great episode. I I want to say, well, I kind of thought Shannon just because, oh no, Vicki Gumvelson would be the one. Yes. She would absolutely. 38%. She was second place just beneath Jen Shaw at 40%. Uh, and absolutely okay. Jen Shaw would mm-hmm. do something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. With the third place, 21% going to Jax. 
I don't think he'd get away with it. I Without like giving any s- other spoilers, Jax was the first one voted off House of Villains. He didn't even make it through to the second episode. Shocking. How many villains there are. Yeah. Interesting. I just want to see Jax in a casket pretending to be dead. Like yeah. that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So most likely to call Dr. Moon when sick. We didn't qualify this. So Shannon did lead the pack with 75%. And wow. <laughs> that makes sense because yeah. she does call him mm-hmm. when she is under the weather. Then we had Girth Brooks at 16%. Okay. That was our friend Paula. And oh, wait, Paula or Jasmine? I don't know which one because they both remember. had so many good oh, answers. Oh, my gosh. That killed me, Girth Brooks. Too good. With a 9% Denise Richards, and absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Most likely to take meetings in their closet. This was a near split three-way between, This is these are good, Bethany, Heather Dubro, and Jenna Lyons. And I say, yeah. yeah. And all of them. And mm-hmm. as they should, particularly Jenna Lyons. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, I approve all of those. And then we have most likely to break the fourth wall, leading at 58% is Denise Richards, because she has, <laughs> and she does. Um, Shannon Bedore at 29%, because we sure have seen her do Ooh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Nini at 12%. Yes. Have you seen mm-hmm. her do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Most likely to create a candle line, leading the pack at 55%. Any guesses? She's um, Salt Lake City. Ooh, um, Meredith? Whitney Rose. Release. Oh, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. It's in the name. It's coming, I'm Actually, sure. Actually, how was Whitney not number one on the MLM thing? That like, Oh. That's that should have been it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Or at least up there. Yeah, at least up there. Maybe Justin. Um, Kim Z. Beerman, 36%. And Cherie at 9%. Oh, I could get see a before I, the joggers. I could see. I could see that. Most likely to join the reality reckoning next. of you said any of the Toms, (laughs) which I thought was great. Yes. Um, 35% say Ramona. Mm. And 13% say Camille Grammer. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, those are really good answers. They are. They all actually, that was the last one. So that was our reality superlative for 2023. Thank you for everyone who voted. That was super fun to, to receive those and look through them. It was. I, there were a few that I absolutely just cracked up at oh. right out of the gate. Like the original answers were just oh so good. So yeah, good. I love how and you could see where somebody's work. Yeah, you could see where your brain is going. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so That's good. Great. So this is the last episode of the year because we come out every two weeks. And for new listeners, anyone here that hasn't listened before, welcome. Usually we would end an episode with three clues about what the next story will be about, but that just feels so far away because it's going to be in 2024. So I will be doing the next episode. I don't have clues yet because I don't know what the episode is yet, Melissa. (laughs) So I appreciate your It's a literal mystery. So Mm -hmm. first episode of January, dealer's choice. I'm going to come in hot with a strong one, but I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> there you go. I totally get that energy. <laughs> Let's take that energy into 2024. We've we've got this. Thank you guys for a wonderful year. We've had oh such my a good gosh. time. So many fun episodes. Everything. It's been great. Yeah, it's been really fun connecting with everybody and our listeners. And in 2024, early in 2024, in February, will be our three-year podcast anniversary, which is That's absolutely crazy. crazy. Mm. So go ahead and check out our website, criminalityshow.com. Over the break, if you have a little time, we have merch, we have ornaments, we have gifts oh that will probably mm-hmm. come in around the new year, not mm-hmm. Christmas, but that's okay. 
And uh, follow us on Instagram at Criminality Show. Same on Facebook. Sometimes on TikTok. Yeah. If Janelle does something fun on Sister Wives. That's about it. That's, That's where we like to put our, our Sister Wives content is on mm-hmm. is on TikTok. But um, Melissa, it's been a great year and I can't wait to see you tomorrow. It is. I know. I'm so excited. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you the first Friday of January with an all new episode. If there's something you're just dying to hear a story about, DM us and maybe it'll yeah. become the next episode. And we like ideas, so please it would be really helpful. Help. Please. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.